0: This episode of May I Speak is brought to you by Scissorworks Hair Studio in Boothwyn, Pennsylvania.
1: Whether it's a wedding, prom, or any number of special occasions, they got you covered.
0: Ladies, gentlemen, and non-binaries, welcome to episode 12 of May I Speak. The season finale, we have made it to episode 12. Season one is in the books. Thank you guys so much for all the support. We would not have made it this far without you guys. Thank you all for the positive feedback and for sharing on your social media and for all the comments. And for all the comments that you guys leave, positive or negative, we really appreciate it. It's what keeps us going and keeps us making these podcast episodes for you. So thank you guys for that. Remember to follow us, if you don't already, on may.i.speak on Instagram and I Speak May on Twitter. Sorry for the wait, by the way, like I said. And, yeah, season finale. So we want to start right off with the fun facts. I'm going to hand it over to my man Tyrell, who's having a day.
1: Okay, so I, I don't like that he disclosed that I'm having a day. I am perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. And to prove how fine I am... I'm going to present my fun fact, which is people who function unless sleep may actually have a gene mutation. So for all my hardworking individuals out there that are pulling these all-nighters and then still get into work and fuck it up every single goddamn day, whoop, whoop. you really actually might be a superhero.
2: I'm a mutant? <laughs> yeah! Like,
1: so an article recently just came out in early 2019 that says that people who are able to operate on very few hours of sleep, unlike the regular human beings that operate on the traditional eight hours of sleep, may actually have a particularly rare um, quality in their genes that allow them to do so. Terrell,
2: you know what this means. What does it mean? I've transcended humanity.
1: You're different, my friend. I am different. Word. So shout out to all my Res Life people that ain't sleeping and ain't taking care of themselves, but still taking care of others. We out here. No shade thrown.
0: Kelly.
3: My fun fact is about to ruin all your childhoods. Oh, the God. cookie monster has a real name, and it's Sid.
1: Oh, my God. That's so fucking cringy. That's I'm so about cringy. it. Sid the cookie monster. No, fuck. What? Okay. Oh, oh,
2: God. My fun fact... It's Christmas related since we're in the season. Tis the season. Um,
1: But there are so many other holidays.
2: But the song, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, was originally a threat. The ever-popular song was originally sung loudly and repeatedly by crowds of rowdy lower-class servants demanding more booze from their masters or else. <laughs> <laughs> That's anything. Just think about a whole bunch of drunk people being. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. It's annoying. It's like they're coming at you.
1: And a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and our King. Yeah, but Good it's tidings wow. To you and your King. That's Whatever. not.
2: Who's your King, Tyrell?
1: I don't know. Me. I wasn't born back then. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh no. Nah. Anyways, Mike, you got a fun fact this week or no? I do have a fun fact.
0: My fun fact for the week is if you are right-handed, your left testicle hangs lower than your right one does. I'll bear it back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to go and use the restroom. It's, not, it's for science.
0: <laughs> and the same if
1: you're left-handed. So I, I guess this only applies to those who identify as male? Yes. Okay. okay. Just checking. Okay. Well, well. I was, I'm editing that out. No, why would you edit that out? I'm just asking a simple question. Like, I mean, like, does does it mean like for like our women out there, like if you're right-handed, like your left lip is longer than like your right lip? Go check some
0: ovaries. Yeah, they're all. I mean, they're all. There's always one boob that is larger than the other if you're a female. Not always. Yes, scientifically proven. Look it up.
1: I was going to say, because my arms I'll are different. There no, are some plastic. Look, like, saying? my arms Perfect. are different lengths, but, then when, I do one of, one but then when I do one of these, then all you of a sudden my left did is That off. one you oh, were pushing I saw your thing. fucking
3: shoulders, little bitch.
1: First of all, you can't prove what the fuck I just did.
3: I, I was looking at it's it. It's
1: fucking magic, not science. Get over yourself. What are you, five?
2: Do you take an intro to magic in college or in high school?
1: Um... It's like a one-on-one, like, first-year seminar type in college.
2: Okay, got it.
1: Anyway, guys, we're going to move right into the first topic
0: since it is Christmas season, but there are other holidays, so shout out to everybody else who doesn't celebrate Christmas. We love all the holidays here. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) And we hope that you guys enjoy whatever holiday it is that you celebrate, or if you don't celebrate anything, we hope that you have... A very safe December and welcome the new year with positivity. So our first topic is related to Christmas, and it's about a specific song called "Baby It's Cold Outside."
1: Mm, I really can't stay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the
0: actual name of the song? Yeah, yeah, it is. Are you kidding? No, I mean you don't know lyrics.
1: I can't. I can't be. Anyway, I'm sorry.
0: The topic is: Is "Baby It's Cold Outside" actually a song about rape or domestic violence? I Who wants to start this
1: off? Honestly, I'll start it off. To be completely honest, and I know this might be viewed as problematic, but no, it's really not. Like, and I've talked about this on past episodes of the podcast about impact versus intent and stuff like that. But like, for the time that the song was originally made, the intent of the song was not to talk about something problematic. It was viewed as extremely cute and like witty banter between like a male and female. Like th- this wasn't like a topic of conversation. Like back then, which maybe it should have been. But that's not like come on, bro. Like we're really about to come out like a whole different generation and say that they was really out here like problematically date raping people. Like that's not what the No one would come out with a song like well, okay, I can't really say that no one would come yeah, out with a song. I was like about that. to say. But like I highly doubt that the original like songwriters were like psychopaths who was like, Oh, just wait. These motherfuckers think this cute? Like, nah, we out here pulling up. Like, nah, bro. Like, and plus, if you ask me, like, unpo- super unpopular opinion, I think it was more about the weather than getting her to stay there to get in her pants. Like, what? It was cold as fuck outside. You ever be outside when it's cold? Fuck no. Like, I fucking hate the, we- the cold-ass weather. Yeah. He was concerned about her fucking health. Like, are you kidding me? It's up to your they knees. Have out have to have sex. Bro, it's up to your knees out there. Like what if the snow is up to my knees, I'm not going outside.
3: I have to agree <coughs> with Tyrell on this one. Uh ah, huh. Anyway. Or since it's the holidays. Oh ho
1: oh.
3: ho <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's more about like the time period. Like they didn't have the intention of making it sound the way people are construing it to be now. Um, I think as Tyrell said, it could just have been about the weather. Or him just trying to slide, but not necessarily like raping her
0: okay um so i'm going to disagree with both of you can't wait i mean i agree to an extent Mm because i do think that it's a generational thing i don't think that the song was originally written with the intent of it being a song about date rape or rape in general but the lyrics go so really i'd better scurry beautiful please don't hurry maybe just half a drink more put some records on while i pour the neighbors might think, baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this drink? No cabs to be had out there. So, like, that right there is incredibly problematic because she literally said, that these are the lyrics, I'm reading them off, mm-hmm. say, what's in this drink? And he completely ignored that statement. So, yes, it, it's. I do think it's a generational thing, but when you analyze it, in today's society, in this mm-hmm. day and age, yeah. it can't be interpreted as a date rape song.
1: Now, I'm going to ask you something, like, because you're a bartender. Um, do you ever have people ask you, like, the recipe for, like, how to make a drink? Like, just, it just comes up in conversations, Just like, wow, this is really good. Like, you know, how did you, like, what did you put in that?
2: I, I have, actually.
0: Yes, and I don't ignore it. I would be like, yeah, no, it's this, that, and that. So the fact that he just completely, like, ignored the question is what makes it. You know what I'm saying?
1: All right, but like... And several
0: times in the song, it's just like leaning more towards like the sus
2: feeling that he's just trying to keep her in his place. I mean, I want to bring something up about the whole there's something, you know, what's in the drink and Mm -hmm. and question. Because back in the 1940s, when the song came out, um, Mm -hmm. it was actually a punchline to a joke. And it was like not even related to alcohol itself. It was... There was nothing like in the cup to begin with. Like, that's the joke. I mean, it doesn't make sense to us because it's not humorous, but that's what they meant by that.
1: Oh, like, hey, like, what's in that cup? Because, like, there's nothing in there, so, like, refill yes. that shit. It's like a dad
2: joke from the 1940s. Gotcha. Okay. So, like, for us, we think of it because of, like, Cosby. But, like, Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. But it's just, like, it wasn't even slightly about roofies or anything like that. If anything, people were out attacking other people with chloroform back then. Think about it.
1: hmm
2: Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just... <sighs> Why waste a perfectly
1: good drink? My thing is, like, I get it, and don't get me wrong, I love where our society's going as far as, like, being able to be more, like, aware of, like, problematic situations or calling out injustices and everything like that. But, bro, it's a,
2: like, it's a Christmas song. Like, it's not, like... Sorry, correction. I want to correct myself real quick about the whole drink thing. Okay. Because the actual joke was that, like, it's basically the drink was weak. So it's just like saying, like, I'm blaming it on the drink. Like, oh, what's in the drink? Like, it's so strong. Got mm-hmm. me fucked up. But you're not because it's, like, like Okay. But,
1: like, even still, like, that, like, even, like, just to my point, like, I don't know. Like, I get what people are saying. But at the same time, I'm just, like, this is one of those moments when, like, when we, like, debate is like woke or sensitive like i get like there are some creepy tendencies but i think it's all like your own perception of the song i think some people can listen to this song and like would think that it's cute and unfortunately like maybe it's controversial but like i'm one of those people like n- sorry not sorry but like when it's officially time to like bump christmas music so like after thanksgiving this is like on my like playlist like yeah. i bumping baby is cold outside
0: but it's like i said like it's like you said like i agree with the whole it's, it's a generational thing Cause like in, in an article written by the New York Times, uh, Susan Lozer actually the daughter of Frank Lozer, I don't know if that's how you say his name, which was the composer. She came out and defended the song, saying that like what Kevin said, that when it was written back in 1944, "What's in this drink?" would refer to like the alcoholic content, not like being drugged. So it's a generational thing, but since we live in a in a time where everyone is so woke and so sensitive, like quote unquote. This can be taken. This this can be taken as something yeah. that would be referred to as date rape. Yeah, but and
1: the and the other thing to go off of that too is that like I think that a lot of times like we have the disconnect between the two generations as a whole. The older generation would say that we're too sensitive because back in their times okay, this boomer. was like the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <That's> wow. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you're gonna Fire get charged. <laughs>
0: okay, boomer.
1: But like. You know, like, the older generation would say that we're too sensitive about certain topics and stuff like that. We oftentimes come at the past generation and talk about how problematic they were and during their time period. So, like, it's a constant tug of war between the two generations versus who was right and who was wrong. To be completely honest, we're both pretty fucked up because there's still a lot of other issues that we're still not addressing with our society. We, we are, every so
2: generation like, has a... Um, a struggle that defines who they are. So yeah, it, it's just a matter of opinion how they deal with that struggle too. Yeah, but
1: so it's like yes, there are things about certain societal things that were going on back in the day that do like make it problematic. But like, baby, it's cold outside is not one of those things from that generation that is problematic in my eyes. The like,
2: other, the other thing I want to call out too is like because one of the biggest argument is that she's constantly saying no, but like think of the time period, nineteen forties. She's unchaperoned with a man in her house. So she, like, explicitly states that she's resisting because she's supposed to and not because she wants to. Like, I I ought to say no, no, no. It's, like, more like I have to so that I can later claim that I didn't want to because I'm a lady.
1: And, like, the overall view of just, like, what like what's the one lyric or whatever you read something about like the neighbors or whatever neighbors might think. yeah yeah like she's, she's more, concerned, more concerned about yeah. what her appearance would be if like she stays the night rather than like what could potentially happen it's more so being like um like slut shamed
2: if anything i think the song is a good outlet today to kind of identify the issues that we are going through as a society in terms of like how some men deal with women and um not being forceful but trying to convince that whole culture of like oh if i can convince her it's fine you know what i mean so like i i get that but i think and this goes across with art as well um in any medium honestly
0: because for you guys i didn't know kevin is an artist
2: yes (laughs) (laughs) i forgot (laughs) <laughs> thanks for the reminder um, but like basically it's like I always see like even the most problematic of art to be like a, a talk, talking point like it should stay there because you know even this kind of conversation is necessary to talk about like real issues and stuff like that if we outright just ban a song because it's a song like what you know what's the point point? and plus the song was written by a woman like it wasn't like it was just some random guy who wrote it I think well, the, the song was actually written by a man. Yeah, Frank Loser. I thought that what's her name helped on the writing of it. Who? The main singer. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that that does make a good point because there was a female. No, but I thought she was involved in the writing of it. Oh, I don't know. That's what I thought. Because on on the on the um. All right. Say, let me throw some sauce on it then. Say, if it was written by a woman. Would that have changed the perception? I think it would have changed the perception 100%. Because I, the whole
1: dilemma
0: is, like, a woman being raped or being, like... Or
1: being coerced.
0: Or being coerced, yeah. yeah.
1: Which, to go off of what, like, Kevin's point was earlier about just, like, maybe this is, a diff- like, a good topic to talk about now based off of, like, some of the things that could be perceived about that song, that I can agree with. Like, the overall like thought of it nowadays is that he was like coercing her into staying the night and then whatever happened happens and like that's wrong and yes coercion is wrong you can't like you know I was talking to somebody earlier today that literally said like coercion is illegal regardless on if they end up consenting or not the fact that you had to continue to apply pressure to get the sexual outcome that you wanted literally makes it illegal and non-consensual sexual interaction which like I can get behind that 100%. Like, you shouldn't be coercing or making someone feel forced to have to have sex with you in general. Like, that in and of itself is completely wrong. And yes, that conversation should be had. But again, impact versus intent. That's not what the song was intended to be made about. For For the time that it was made about, people loved and glorified this song because of the cute, witty banter that goes back and forth between the male and the female role about whether you know you stay the night or you you know brace the the weather and you know leave the crib like.
2: And unless I'm mistaken, because I am lyrically dyslexic, um, <laughs> 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 honestly. But like, does it even end with like a point whether she stays or not? No, no they just go back and forth and yeah. it just says like, baby says, oh it's cold baby it's cold. So then. Now. Oh, you know she stayed well, there's
3: a there's a part where she's like maybe just a cigarette more so she stayed a little longer and then like her big concern like like you said like societal norms like there's bound to be talk tomorrow like a, from other people about her staying
1: so again it just goes back to the point that it's more the concern about the perception and not to say that necessarily anything was going to happen like not and again and i'm not going to put anybody's like personal business out there but just like for the audience sake or just even think about it like how many times would you sit there and you might not have any intention of like doing anything but like a friend is like over and it's starting to get late and it's like hey like you can just crash on the couch like it's no biggie or you can just stay the night like, and you might go back and forth between like ah, like, I gotta get up for work early and stuff like that and I get the context I get it I'm reaching here and like the context is a bit different but even if you think about it in like that light of it like I'm not trying to like coerce you at that point I'm just saying just like hey you might want to think about this if you don't want to drive you don't have to you can stay here
2: I don't think you're reaching because like even today it's not so much like what do the neighbors think and stuff but some people are concerned about what their immediate friends think and there's issues where it's just like like, let's say it's your first date and you want to sleep with the person or whatever, but, you know, because it's like, oh, it's your first date, you're not supposed to kind of Yeah, thing. that's like a fourth date thing. Yeah, so it's just like, if you're still stuck on that, you know, you might be playing the odds of like, like, no, I really should go kind of thing where you actually want to stay. And not to say that there's any coercion because there can be, but, like, there might be some play with that as well.
1: Yeah, I just I just don't... I just don't think that there was any like malice behind the song or anything like that. It just is what it is. I do have one question:
2: like, Who the hell said something about domestic violence? It was Mike, but like it was offset. Oh okay. yeah, well, yeah, it was offset.
0: Okay.
1: Offset. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is my fucking brother. Like, what <laughs> the fuck? Go. That was incredible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't wait to play that back
1: and listen to it. Hi, Kevin.
2: I never hated life more than just one minute. <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's basically Kevin and Kelly and then Mike and Tyrell. <coughs> that's
2: why, I mean, and Tyrell's dying if we have a zombie Paco, so Jesus Christ. Just want to put Here that as a reminder. All right, guys. Uh, I think that this is a
0: good time to wrap this first one up. Um, so mm-hmm. we all said some pretty good things. You guys did a little, change my mind a little bit, though. Uh, I do actually believe that it is a generational thing. I can't forget that because back in 1944... You know, Frank, when he was writing this song... Why did you just look at me like that? I was waiting for you to say six so I could say pick
1: up six. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Back
0: when he wrote this song, back when this song was composed, I, I sincerely don't believe that it was, like, meant to be the way that it's being perceived in this day and age. So, yeah, there is a generational boundary that people need to take into consideration more when they're judging this song.
1: Yeah. Anyway... But before you even move on, I know that there are a lot of people... Listening to this or a lot of people that I As an individual have talked to Specifically about this topic so if you feel Differently and feel like your point Wasn't voiced then you should come on for A secret episode and battle it out with somebody You you.
0: Anyway so the next topic Guys is one that every single Listener can relate to Mm -hmm. Now would you guys rather know The day of your death Or the cause of your death The day. And If you know either or it will not change anything. You will die that way or you will die on that day. The day. The day? Mm-hmm.
3: We what? Can, it would give me a, well, <laughs> stop doing that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> leave it alone.
3: It would no. give me a, leave Kelly like, alone. You in the face.
2: For
1: anybody who, well, obviously you guys can't all see that, but we have our mic that kind of hangs over top of the table and it rotates. So Mike just constantly moves it towards yes. our faces. <laughs> it's called a boomer. Yeah, <laughs> It's called a boomer. Yeah. So that's actually hilarious. Okay, boomer. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he got. So for the record, that's
2: what I've been saying this whole time. Yeah.
1: But just for the record, we've been talking to our mic. But anyways, um, when he moves it closer, it helps amplify our voices. So that's why that happens. But oftentimes when he does it to Kelly, he hits her in the face. So that's why that comment was made. But go ahead, Kelly. You anyway. Re-
3: yeah it would give me time to figure out how much I have how much time I have left to do the things I want to do before I die
2: now does that change your opinion if you find out that your day is tomorrow no sick nah
3: because I wouldn't leave my bed I would just sleep in my bed and if they're like you're gonna get stabbed lock my door but you can't change
2: you can't change it that's what I'm saying. But, like, yeah. how would it
3: happen if I could?
2: But, like, would, it's Trust one of those, me, there is how so they're It's, like, it. some final destination shit. Like, you think someone's out to stab you. They just say you get stabbed. And then you stay in your room trying to stay locked up, and you roll off your bed, hit something that flies up with a knife, and it just No, but if you.
3: it's tomorrow, I'm driving to the airport and taking a plane to France. And that's the way and you, you die. And
2: that's <laughs> the way you die. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's fine. Plank.
2: But what I'm saying, make it because that's
1: the thing—you can only choose either or for the, like the specific di- like topic. Either you're gonna know how you die or when. But for me specifically, I rather—I'm with Kelly. I'd rather know when I'm gonna die, so that I could be like, cool. I have until this time. It's bucket list time, and I'd have the best time of my life and cherish those moments Shouldn't with the people that, that I love. As it is. No. Because
2: you're gonna die someday.
1: I am gonna die someday. Hopefully not before fifty, because I'm really trying to throw that fifty <laughs> that uh Sorrel,
2: 20, 30's every year. That fifty bash that I've been talking to everybody
0: about. But honestly, like that's a hard question for me. It's difficult. Because I don't think that I would wanna know the exact day that I'm gonna die, but the cause of death it's just like <sighs> See, bro, that would trip me thing, up because yeah, I'm going really
2: like, like, like you're gonna like have you're a just heart like attack. oh,
0: like, you're going to get fucking stabbed by someone. I can't go anywhere. I can't, anywhere. No one, yeah. I can't like, trust like, anyone.
1: Like, I'd rather know the day because the overall anxiety of knowing how you're going to die would limit your life so much. Like, what like if they say you get hit by a car? Or you're going to die in a car crash. You would never take a ride anywhere. You would never do it. Or you're going to die
0: in your sleep. Like, every night before I go to bed, I'm just going to, like,
2: be fucking... You if I died I mean, did, you know, I'd be pretty grateful. I mean, I also, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a mutant. I don't sleep. Anymore exactly. fact. Like,
1: proven fact, 2019. In you Norse,
2: can die
3: my- from sleep deprivation,
2: I'm, I'm not though, because I'm a mutant. In Norse,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, fun fact in Norse mythology, if you die in your sleep, you automatically go to hell.
3: I'm going there anyway. Valhalla,
1: <laughs> no, that's the other
0: place,
2: that's the, that's that's heaven, yeah, yeah,
1: but like. I don't know, like I just think that if I were to know the cause of Wait, my death, sorry, it would make me say I need to so go anxious. back
2: to this because like I'm just thinking of like Norse people and that, like how we have this whole idea of Vikings and all this other shit. Like, do you go to hell because like oh you die like a pussy kind of thing? Like what's That's this exactly deal? why. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> because like you they, they think it's more honorable to die, <laughs> to die like in combat. Yeah. And then if you die in combat what then if you're, you're were... granted you're granted like like sanctuary in Valhalla. Alright, let me throw some sauce on that. What if you die f- Uh, battling your paralysis monster at
1: night oh god like (laughs) anyway listen that's just that's not has nothing to do with the freaking topic i
0: think i'd rather know the cause of my death (gasps) rather than the day honestly because if the cause of my death for example was heart attack and you know there is history of heart disease in my family so that wouldn't surprise me very much Mm -hmm. i'd at least know that like maybe that doesn't have to be tomorrow it could be years from now. It could be a week from now. It doesn't matter. But, like, it's something that, like, I already had in my mind, like, this could be the cause of my death someday. Yeah,
1: so that while it's not, like, preventable, it's, like, I can take steps to, like, prolong it. Exactly. So it and happen, yeah.
0: on top of that, like, I won't know the day. Well, if I knew the day, like, that would just trip me
1: out. What do they be tell a you, countdown at that point. What if they exactly. tell
2: you someone's going to, like, just appear out of no- nowhere? Like, you, you're going to die by a straight bullet. Like, you can't really control it because you don't see that coming. Exactly. You could literally just be in your house sitting watching TV. And again, TV, that could be tomorrow. And
0: a bullet could come through the window and hit you.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I, I would rather deal without all the anxiety of knowing the cause of it. Because I wouldn't be able to effectively live my life at that point. Like, I would be scared to literally do anything.
2: I'd be such a pussy. I'd be staying at home in a padded room.
1: <laughs> he, he says that as he looks at the soundproofing in our studio. <laughs> like, Jesus, what if it was
2: like your cause of death is going to be soundproofing? Well, I don't know that, but I, I mean, if they told me that, yeah, fuck, I'm like out, like podcast done. <laughs> never, funny. you never catch me in this room again.
1: Kevin, you n- you didn't present your ideas. Like, what? How would like? Which way would you fall oh, on, the, on the spectrum? Time.
2: I'd be way too paranoid if I knew, like, how. Like, the how would trip me up so bad. I'd be thinking about it day and night because I don't sleep. So I'd just be, like, constant, constant fear of, like, you're going to die this way. And it's like someone you know is going to stab you. Like, fuck that. Like, I ain't trusting nobody. Tell me I'm going to get hit by a car. Not even getting close to the street. And it doesn't even matter because cars crash into houses all the time. Yeah. So it's just, like...
3: Has everyone seen the new Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes. Yeah. I would be her. I would barricade my house. I would make this trap door under my kitchen counter. I would have all these weapons. Like, and then plot twist, you
0: f- die from the trap door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lack of but oxygen. Like, if I,
3: knew- I don't have time for you.
0: Literally, like, yeah, there's
1: nothing you can do to prevent it. Nothing at all. Okay, so let's throw some extra sauce on it then. Okay. Does your opinion change knowing that you can change it? And it's not on some Final Destination shit. You can actually beat the... Like the curse, quote unquote. Like, you could
0: actually like if it says you will die on this day unless you do this, blah, blah, that, blah. and that. Then yeah, like I mean, I'd rather I mean, know like, the day then.
1: At that point, you'd rather know I'd the
0: day. No, you know what? No, I changed my mind. I'd rather know the, the cause. I'd rather know the calls, cause. yes. Because then, 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 if they're just avoided. like you're gonna die from heart attack, I'm like, but you can prevent this if you never eat chicken nuggets again. I mean, they literally say that. I
3: would take the heart attack. I would take the heart attack.
0: Bro, I don't know why, but like every time I go to the cafeteria in, like here at the school, I can't not eat chicken nuggets. <laughs> Their chicken
3: nuggets are trash. Their
0: chicken nuggets are so good. What's wrong with you?
3: Trash. I have I taste buds.
0: You. I have taste buds, too, and they're awesome. They're so good. Like, I love them. I can't not walk past them and get 16. Like, especially. sixteen. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Especially, That's, like, family size. Especially because, like, now they allow you to take as you want. Like, it's not like they serve you four. Like, do you see me? Like, why would you give me four chicken nuggets? Hold on,
3: hold on. You're from Philly, right? Yeah. Have you been to Nifty Fifty?
2: Yes, I knew you were going to say that.
3: What? Because they're chicken nuggets.
2: She's literally (laughs) salivating. I hope you guys know. Her (laughs) mouth is just watered. Have you been to Wishbone? I don't know what that is. (gasps) Best chicken.
3: No, Nifty Fifty is the best chicken nuggets. And him Uh, saying
2: that they
3: have good chicken nuggets here just breaks my heart.
2: Because he doesn't know any better.
0: The chicken nuggets from, from the cafeteria here are good. I don't care what you for say For cafeteria but, food. But, mm-hmm. for cafeteria food, yes. But, yes, Nifty 50s chicken nuggets are probably the best chicken nuggets I've ever had in my life. Hmm? I one don't... One. The, drink.
1: The, the drink
2: under yeah. the... Chair. Yeah, okay, yes, there we Turn it to the whole thing.
1: This? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think my opinion changes, honestly. Like, I'd rather, mm, no, that's hard. Because it's like, if you can do something about it, like, then I'd rather know the cause than if that's the case. Because if I don't know the cause of my death and I can change it, then what the hell does the date help me?
2: Yeah, but then you just become so tormented by the idea of, like, am I doing everything I'm doing to prevent it? You know what I mean?
3: You're you're going to put yourself in the same place you, you would if you knew the time without being able to change it because you're going to sit there like, oh, I'm going to die from a car crash, but I don't know when, so I'm just never going to drive a car again.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, is like, if I know that I can beat it, then cool, I'll just sell my whip.
2: But they say you might be able to beat it. No, I said that
1: when I threw sauce on the topic, I said you can beat it.
2: Yes, but you still, it's still 50-50. You have to really work hard to beat it.
1: Well, yeah, ideally. So, that,
2: so I mean, like... If, what if they give you some random ass because you know that's how that shit works where it's like kind of like on some what's it called like devil type of riddle kind of thing okay. and then they say like oh you're gonna die due to like something in the outside world like that's the whole outside world you're just never gonna go outside like you're gonna die out in the wilderness of so dehydration for example you're gonna carry mad water wherever you go I would and just w-
1: never put myself in a wilderness type of situation. If you, if it's that specific, you're gonna die in the woods. So you'd give woods.
0: up. You'd give up cabin week.
2: Oh, cabin.
0: <laughs> or you
2: find out one of your like in the future, you have a kid. They ran into the woods. You have to go look for them. Sorry,
1: bro. I gotta have you, more yeah, kids. Yeah, at that point, you made your decision. <laughs> but I know that I'm gonna die in a forest, so I'm not going in there. I you want to go? Told into a them the was
2: gonna die in the forest. Yeah, and they went there. Anyways. yeah sorry bro be like
1: sorry bro I- i'll see you if I-, I see you yeah i know i won't be seeing you because at that point i'm not going in after your ass i'm s- okay so like we i think i talked about this on like another podcast or no 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 no, no, Wait, no you're no, on no. another podcast jesus christ it was a misspeak oh my god get over yourself <laughs> i was talking about this with is that the name um, of the other podcast misspeak here we secret go podcast. Like secret
2: podcast
1: Misspeak, yeah. Misspeak. Oh, wow. Just let me know when you guys are done. I'm not done yet. Okay. Go ahead. Continue to be immature.
2: Secret podcast. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you're
1: done now. No, I was talking to a, um, talking about this with like a, another group of friends of mine. and other the friends? Oh, God. Wow. Maybe one of these days I'll get this out of my mouth. ha 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 But you still laugh at that. Okay, anyways. So I was talking about this with another group of friends about my fight or flight response. And while I would love to be, like, I would love to say, like, yes, fight or flight. Like, I would definitely, like, die for anybody. I would stand up to, like, whatever's going on. I know for a fact. You're a flighter. Flight. And I'm just, as long as I can get faster than you, I'm out of that bitch. So when it comes to, like... If, if my way of dying was like, oh, you're going to die out in the wilderness, and then my kid goes into the woods, sorry, bro, but this is the reason why I didn't get a vasectomy. I'm going to just have another one of you later. Deuces. Like, fight or flight, I'm out of there. I can't wait to hear the responses you get for that. That's fine.
3: <laughs> well, like, in the wilderness could literally mean anything. Like, literally walking outside of your house.
2: It's not the wilderness.
3: Not, it could be.
2: I mean, hey, in Pennsylvania.
1: <laughs> Have you seen Pennsylvania? Fuck Pennsylvania. I'm going to go to Florida with all the rest of the psychopaths. S- there's wilderness the swamp. in
3: swamps.
0: There's, swamp. there's, there's alligators. alligators.
1: So then I'm just going to ask whatever fucking demon. You
3: literally have to go to a desert or Antarctica to so be not in the wilderness.
0: Cool.
1: Whatever or demon decided wilderness. to give me whatever wilderness fucking I'm going to die out in. I'm just going to ask for more specifics.
0: All right. Listen.
1: We can go back and forth
0: on this all day. So I think this is a good space to, a good time <laughs> to wrap this up.
3: I never gave my opinion on the sauce, but thank you, Mike.
0: Okay, yeah. Kelly, what's your, so Kelly, what's your opinion on the
2: sauce?
3: So I'm going to keep it the same because, uh, specifically because of Tyrell's reaction. Because you're going to get paranoid no matter what. You're going
2: to get so obsessed.
3: You're going to get so obsessed, like, I'm never going to do this thing again. And it's going to affect your life. And But then, like, if I still knew the day and time, or, like, the day, I would just be, very precautious on that day, but I'd still get everything that I wanted to in the time that I had.
1: Yo, that's actually a really killer point. If you know the day and then you're just super careful that day and it's the very next day, then you won.
3: That's what I'm saying. Fuck
1: that. Yo, I'm changing my whole... That changes everything. I'm changing it back. I'm going to time.
2: Let's say you didn't change and you go with the thing. What if they told you you were gonna, like, die by, like, just sitting, playing video games to one day? that's fine then
1: I can go a day without playing video games no no no
2: I'm saying you didn't know the day it's just a day that you just played and they didn't tell you anything specific about like you were there for 15 hours like they just like you died playing video games I feel like he'd yeet his Xbox out the window probably
1: would you though I don't know that's one way to go out like honestly as long as we got the dub at the end what if you didn't Go fuck yourself, because you can do a, a bunch of what-ifs anyways. It doesn't matter, because I changed my opinion anyways. Like, You're
3: welcome. Thank you, Kelly. If I never spoke, <laughs> God, an opportunity I, to talk. That's
0: why you say, may I speak?
3: Man. I didn't get a chance, because you just keep closing it You could have just things. been like, may
0: I speak?
1: hmm <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little louder.
0: Anyway. <laughs> all right, guys. I think that now is a good time to bring out our last topic. Of the season, guys, I want you to take a moment. We really did 12 episodes. This is this is season one right here. Bang, We're on our last topic now. This uh-huh. is my
2: retirement. Wow. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I mean, I figured it'd be around sometime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometime soon, given the age. My
2: age, yes. uh uh-huh. Age jokes. Ages. Ageism. No. I'm signing up for a union. Oh, God. Anyway... Yeah.
0: Our last topic of the evening is appearance or personality. Which one matters more to you when you're
2: looking for a significant other?
1: Hmm.
0: I'm not going to start this one off. Both.
2: And I'll explain. There's two There's two sides of this. It depends on when. Okay? It's hmm. a matter of one. When I meet someone, appearance, 100%. I don't know you. That's the first thing I'm going to be attracted to. Like, I, if I haven't spoken to you, I go to a bar, it's all about appearance. I'm not going to be like, damn, that chick looks like she has an amazing personality. How do I know that? Because the way she's dressed, it goes into a whole other dilemma, you know what I mean? No. So it's all about appearances first. Now, that being said, if this is a hookup, still appearance. If this is something that relationship-wise, personality. You want someone that you can have a conversation late at night. You want someone that's going to relate to you. You don't want to be with someone that's like just there and beautiful, that'll get boring quick. I mean, yeah, to an extent. Like I agree with like, I, I well, I shouldn't say I
1: agree. I I should say that I can, I see your side of it and like your point of view. I just think that for me personally, I hold personality above everything else because the thing is, it's just like, yeah, sure. Like you can be like physically attractive and like that's fun or whatever, but like, bro, if you're the type that like like games like if you play games and you're all about like the head games and just like, oh, just like leave him <laughs> with, <laughs> head game
2: <laughs> uh, ha, 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 ha.
1: no, but like if you're the type to be like, "Oh, I'm texting him too much, so like leave him on red for like two days, see if he like constantly messages me to show interest, go fuck yourself I, at that point, I don't care what you look like. that's a shitty like that shit. I'm not going to do that. If you want to show interest, then, like... And if you want to show interest and be interested in a person, then do it and not be worried about the psychological bullshit of what does that mean and defining this and defining that. Like, just do your fucking thing because I'm going to like you regardless as long as, like, we vibe and, like, we have to... But see,
2: overall, it's about appearance right off the bat. Even with what you're saying, like, this is someone you know. This is someone you probably met. But, like, you go to... A public place where you've never seen, like met this person, it's not gonna be about the personality right off the bat. The first initial approach is probably gonna be due to appearance, whether it's yours or hers. Not, not
1: necessarily though, because here's the thing: what happens when you have relationships that form out of friendships? You don't, you don't go and be friends with somebody. Well, that's what I'm based saying. I'm of going off being... of
2: the random right now. Okay. I, I'm, that's why I said like if you, and it also depends on what you're pursuing too. Like if you're going into a relationship. Initially, yes, it's a personality. But if it's mostly just sex or a random, it's appearance.
1: Yeah, but I would say, like, from my perspective anyways, because, like, fuck, I mean, randoms are randoms. But, like, for me, I would think, like, if we're friends first, that friendship didn't form based off of the way in which you looked. It would have been just because we had a simple conversation, whether that was we bumped into each other as strangers or whatever, we'd started a conversation. But, like, the feelings, I think when it comes to the relationship part form because of the conversations that we've had and because I fucking like just, I fuck with your personality as a whole. Like it is way more valuable to have somebody that you vibe with on like a personal level based off of like your interactions than it is to base off of the appearance. Like not for nothing, but like again, the appearances, like appearance especially when you base it off of stuff like that, don't last. Like motherfuckers is gonna get old in this bitch. And if you don't love me when I'm old, like I'd rather know what you look like on your worst day. And if I still fuck with you, then like that's the that's the true test of it. Cause like if I don't, then like what's, then, like, then what's the point? Like if I'm basing it off this, appearance.
2: Like just the idea of attraction though, it's appearance based it's like you're not always but yeah, i was gonna say kelly but I, this need is, you, I, I need you right now bro. but what i'm saying is like okay you're you're going off of relationships and things like that which they all deal with personality but what i'm saying is if you meet someone randomly or even if you're striking up a conversation there's probably something that attracted you to them and it's most likely to be appearance based and just personality you Mm. think someone so I go to a bar right you've never met me you're gonna hit on me you could be the
3: hottest person in the room and if your ego is real high I'm gonna be like no he's the ugliest motherfucker I ever met but that's
2: personality what I'm saying is you've never met me I'm silent just drinking my drink you come up to me what are you why are you coming up to me it's not my personality. I would do
3: that though. Like it's a it's a personal thing. Like I would sit there and if a conversation sparked and I liked your personality, that's where it would go. It would have nothing to do with what you look like. Correct.
2: Correct. But initially, that conversation started based on appearance.
3: Not necessarily. I'd be like, "Oh, I spilled my drink on this dude." We started a conversation so I was trying to help him clean up, not because I thought he was I mean, cute and I purposely spilled my drink cor- on him. Cor- correct.
2: Correct. But I'm Oh, you out here purposefully
1: <laughs> spilling drinks on motherfuckers to start a conversation because they're cute. That's tough. <laughs> Oh God! First,
2: I'm
3: in a five-year relationship. Let's get that straight. Ooh. No, no, but that's we
2: met him last episode. Duh. I know. That's the first time I met him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> was it? Was it four years ago?
2: <laughs> but like, what I'm saying is like, okay, that's different. I'm talking about like if you're approaching the person, it's most likely due to appearance. There is, there is, there is. If you've never met the person, it's not gonna be their personality because you don't know who they are. You don't. That's a, that's like me saying like. Oh, because she's wearing like a basketball jersey for a team I like. She must be the coolest person out there. You know what I mean? Some would say that. Some would say that, but that's not correct. That's like your idea of this person. Yeah, you're basing it off
1: of assumption, but like again, it's it's key to who you are. With something that they're wearing and its appearance. Mike, I need Mike (laughs) Kelly. Somebody get him. I need. I want to know what Mike's thoughts are. Yeah, yeah, like I'm very interested. Do you get I'm what I'm very, saying, though? I'm very it's like,
3: interested. me and Tyrell are on the same side, but I want to know where you are.
0: All right, so I'm going to use my personal, like, experiences. When I was younger, specifically, like, a college freshman, Okay. I only cared mainly about appearance. Appearance to me meant everything, and this is why. It's because I cared so much about what other people thought. Like if I'm seen with this person, like what are other what are people going to think? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wanted that social status. Like I wanna be like known as that person, like, oh, like he's dating who? Like, oh, like she's so bad. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that mattered me, mattered to me more than like whole personality thing. But as I like matured and gained experience and got smarter, gained more knowledge, like I started to care more about the personality of the person. Specifically because Some of my relationships failed because I cared too much about the appearance and not so much about our compatibility or the personality. So I've learned the hard way that you can date someone that's like extremely attractive, but beauty only gets you so far because that beauty is going to fade or you're going to get so used to the beauty that the fact that they're a shitty person. Or that they don't have, like, a genuine personality or that you can't relate to them, like, in a spiritual way. Like, you guys don't connect in a spiritual way. You know what I mean? Like, that is going to offset the beauty. Like, you guys aren't going to be compatible because you're eventually going to get tired of that. Right. That's not going to be enough to keep you around. So, my philosophy has always been, like, yeah, you're good looking, but, like, how do you like your coffee in the morning like what are your like views? what are your like social views like what do you think about this what do you think about that that is what attracts me more to a person now than the way that they look now i will agree on one thing physical is one of the most important things to start off the relationship because obviously as a human being you're going to be attracted to someone by the way they look like you don't know how someone is like always on like the first contact you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you see someone in a room or you're out eating or you're out at a bar like the first thing you're going to notice is the way that person looks like physical attraction okay. that's like the key opening point to like any relationship is physical attraction unless something like what kelly said happens like for example you you bump into this person and you start having a conversation right off the bat but even then like physical attraction you know what i mean Keep
1: the conversation going is what you're saying
0: no, no, no. Physical attraction is what made you want to start that conversation in the first place. I'm saying, Instead of you bumping into the person and you looking up and seeing them and being like, oh, like, whatever, and like just dubbing the conversation and going on with your life. Like, you looking up and seeing like, oh, like, this person's, like, attractive and they just did that. Like, let me, like, find a way to keep talking to them. May I speak? And then especially, and then the he other said, may thing, may, 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 you may speak can speak in a quick, second.
1: Real quick, before you make that next point. Go ahead. Just hold it for me. Yeah. Just, boop, put it in the bucket. <laughs> 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 but like to to that first point that you made about like you kept the com- i think it was more so along the lines of like you kept the conversation going and like instead of just like bumping them and be like okay cool like bye like so that conversation never continues unless you see that physical attraction it can't just be just like no, it can't build upon like it, different it, it honestly it, it like. honestly
0: depends like for example i feel like if the person tries to keep the co- tries to start the conversation with you then yes, like, maybe I'll keep the conversation going depending on how it started and how it continues and how it progresses. But if it's me starting the conversation, like, chance, or, like, anyone, chances are, like, you probably won't start the conversation with them if you don't see some kind of attraction to that person. Especially if you're in a public setting and you just want to keep it pushing. Mm -hmm. But, like, specifically, like, in a in, like, a social setting, like a bar or something like that. Like, you bump into someone and you're in a tight space. Like, you can't really, like, get away as quick. Like, yeah, maybe, like, you'll start a conversation. And then in in a setting like that, it's easier because then you can really start to see, like, the type of person that you're dealing with unless they're, like, super intoxicated. Then Mm -hmm. that kind of cancels everything out. May I speak? Yeah.
2: I just want to point this out real quick. I like the wording of this. And, I mean, I'm going to paraphrase from two different sentences. But I think it's a good way of putting it. So, like, what I am kind of going at is, like, physical attractiveness may serve as a gatekeeper um, at directing our approach. But in the long run, it is personality that wins your favor for that person.
1: Okay. Which is exactly what I was saying. Like, it just, like, goes both ways. So, like, here, I'll try, so I'll, try, I'll try to challenge you on this one. So, because we keep making like the bar comparison or like you meet someone at the club or whatever or something like that. Let's say like, and this might seem like a little far-fetched, but let's say in a different setting, like a Barnes & Noble, you go up to someone, maybe they they work there or maybe it's just like another person or something like that and they're checking something out in the section. Hey, like, do you know... I'm checking them out, so... Oh Jesus! <laughs> so you be checking motherfuckers out at Barnes and Noble? I mean,
2: that's my spot before work. So Dude, <laughs> that is a spot before Go work. Go catch him, B and But like, sipping in my that, coffee, doing homework. In that type
1: of setting, not the bar setting, not the club setting, or like nightlife or anything like that, but in a setting where you start up a conversation with someone in the, and in an essence of like. You need help with something, or you want someone's opinion. Just like, hey, I've been looking for something interesting to read. Like, what, like, what is that that you're looking at, or something like that, or like, hey, that looks interesting, or whatever. Like, you're sparking a conversation based off of like a common interest in being that there was something else like subject material right there. So like a book or like an article or something like that. You start the conversation based off of your interest in that other topic, not necessarily off of their attraction. So in those cases, like. Where you build, you'll vibe off of that person if they have the right, if they have the right answers for you. And in that case, it was off of personality first and not appearance.
2: See, yes and no, and I agree to you to an extent. And the reason why I say this is because, like in this scenario, um, it is a personality that's kind of outshining. But in that moment, I am more physically attracted to that person because we are vibing, and but because we met, I still don't actually know who this person is and their personality. I don't know, I think personality is based more on like who the actual person is, because I at this point, it's still an idea of them, and I'm more attracted to them, yes, but I still find them cute or something like that. I'm looking at them physically. I'm just being real. I'm not trying to come off as shallow. I'm just saying like Does there is an shallow? attractive Please. No, do not Don't. Oh my God. <laughs> Please
0: stop. Yeah. Stop. I literally leave right now. I <laughs> <laughs> already lost. I think that okay, so let me add let me throw some sauce on this real quick. I was gonna say can for you just Tyrell. Tell me, yeah, tell me I'm right. No, I'm not gonna tell you you're right. Let's say that for example, Hello. we live in the era of social dating, of a social of we live in the era of dating applications like Tinder, Hinge, mm-hmm. Bumble, etc. Yes. Whatever. Go for it. So, what if, for example, you match with a girl, let's say, and you guys are talking and you guys are vibing really well, and you're just like, "Wow, like I I can connect with this person, like I can have a good conversation, everything." And then you meet the girl, and she is not what at all. What, Hold
3: on, so, I'm gonna stop you there because you're not even gonna get a chance to speak. In that setting, it's because of the personality. Like, she lied to you about who she was, not even just the no. person. No, it doesn't matter because if she's catfishing you, that's a lie on her personality. No,
0: listen, listen. I'm not talking about – I'm talking about the photos. Like, she's a very photogenic person, but she doesn't look the way that she looks in her photos in person. Meaning that
1: Me. – a- <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Meaning wait. that <laughs> – hold on, everybody
0: <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Meaning that, for example – Like, she takes a good photo, she looks good in photos, but then you meet her in person and you don't think that she looks as good as she does in her photos. Does that change anything? Or does the fact that you vibe with her, and you guys continue to vibe this well in person, does that change at all the way you view her? So...
1: So, just to clarify, based off of what you're saying, I'm not getting catfish. She no. does look like her pictures. But just, just not, not as, as good. Like, not as,
0: like, She's a very amazing. good photographer. Like she she fo- takes very yeah, good pictures. Like, she, she takes very good pictures. She uses filters, everything. But she just does not look as good as she does in her photos. She's just very photogenic. But you guys vibe really well. And her personality, like, complements yours. And, like, you guys go together, like, as a pair. Like, does that
1: affect anything? For me, personally, no. I take the vibe... Way, way more in that situation, just for the simple fact that it's just like, all right, maybe you might not look as good as like your pictures, quote unquote, might look. But god damn it, like who the fuck am I? Like right. I don't look half let, as good as some of the pictures that I take.
2: Oh, you're beautiful. Let me, like, yeah, let, me let me ask like, you something like about can. that. Oh my god. Just because of the, the whole fuck? vibe <laughs> thing. Sorry. No,
1: it's just. Wait, wait, wait rewind. What did Kelly say? Because I, oh, I didn't hear. I said I look like a
3: trash can in real life. Like.
1: Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's so <laughs> fucked up. Don't oh say that my God. yourself. Oh, my God. Why?
2: <laughs> Kevin. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, okay, how many people do you vibe with on a daily basis? Vast majority. Okay, and... Uh, well, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, I, no, no. I, uh, but you have okay. co-workers you vibe with, people, okay. right? <laughs> you have, um, like, people in higher authority positions in your job that you vibe with, correct? Yeah. You have people in lower positions... That you vibe with, right? Huh? Are you attracted to everybody that you vibe with?
1: Not necessarily, but the thing is, is that when you're talking, like, in that aspect of it, it's about what your angle but, is. Well,
2: this is the thing. I'm talking about, like, just straight up attraction. Because this is the thing. I think a lot of people are beautiful, but I'm not attracted to everyone that I think is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You yes. know what I mean? And I think that goes with personality, too. So it's not just always about the vibe. It's I think it's about a when. You know, how we met what's going on you know what i mean like if there's a moment where it's like physical like where it's like i'm the bar setting you know to go back to that yeah it's completely i think going to be more like physical if i'm in a position where I, it's someone that i've known a while we've been talking it's definitely 100 percent about personality but that attraction i think at a very initial just never met before there is some type of mental psychological part of your brain that is saying this person is beautiful and it goes back to the whole idea of like mating and all that stuff looking for someone that's healthy etc
1: I mean I'm not out here popping like physicals on motherfuckers like yo you healthy like <laughs> no but. but it's like but like you know you could
2: what if you met someone and this is like really messed up but what if you met someone with the best personality and stuff like that and they're like you know, they just look ragged and they don't take care of themselves and, you know, they are unhygienic and stuff like that. There are things that are gonna pull you away from that too.
1: Well, yeah, there's always extremes to every side of the story, but at the same time, again, like the the whole conversation, well, not even like the entire conversation, but like bits and pieces of like what we've been talking about have been revolving around like the bar setting, which not for nothing is a very shallow point. You're never gonna meet, like the the chances of you meeting somebody in like that type of setting that you're gonna just like, oh yeah, no, or, like or, I, I I just like fucked with their personality. Okay, like, so for example, n- I've,
2: met, I've met more people in classroom settings, but there was a mm-hmm. moment where I was looking around the room, I was like, damn, that person looks cute or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't me going, oh, she answered the question with such personality, I'm about her, you know what I mean? Well,
1: not even like, in, in, in that setting, I would say that it would be less about like, oh, she answered the question with like so much personality, but intelligent, cause yo, no bullshit intelligence is attractive as hell finding uh, somebody that's super intelligent yes or not even just like you don't have to be like brainiac like fucking like 2200 no. on your SAT Honestly, like but just like an educated individual yes. that shit is extremely attractive to me the most
0: attractive thing that you can like the most attra- the most attractive trait you can have is like the ability to make me question my way of thinking
2: yo like that
0: is so attractive that shit
1: hits different
0: It does, and
1: that is a personality trait and it has nothing to do with the physical. But this is what
2: I'm saying, what if they never spoke up? Initially, the reason why you approach this person is, and I'm taking out the, we're in a group project setting, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Just me straight up going up to them to approach them, to try to get closer to them in any way, shape or form, is completely appearance based.
1: I'm gonna still say not so, not, not so what? Wow, I'm still gonna say not 100% cuz I'm thinking about now based off of what you just said if we're sticking to the classroom setting it depends on assignment because a lot of us who obviously we're all college students in here can relate that we have a bunch of different types of assignments if you have something like for instance a discussion post that you have to post back on someone else's well, that's what I was saying. I was and excluding somebody mass speak?
2: speak I'm just talking about right, just may I speak,
3: you?
0: May I, speak? Yeah. I understand that I agree with Kevin because I feel like, truly, for you to go out of your way to go up to someone and speak to them, it's completely appearance-based. If you've never talked to this person before, a day in your life, mm-hmm. you going out of your way to go up to someone and say something
1: to them, it is appearance-based. Not if I have a question. I can go up to anybody in the fucking classroom setting and ask I'm not right. talking about well, a I question you, that you have on, just ma- in time. Let
3: me speak. Because y'all two are just, like, basically, like, random, random, random. You have a friendship with somebody, and, like... You don't make your friends off of appearance. I'm gonna go back to what Tyrell said. Get the fucking microphone out my face, Mike. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to what Tyrell said about you don't look for appearance when making friends, but like you like the more you learn their personality, that's what brings on the attraction to them. Later down the line, because that's I, what happened to me.
2: I would say that to an extent you're already. It depends already, on the situation. But I, I would say I would. But I you would, are
3: so focused on randoms. Like no,
2: okay, and but in that situation, I would still argue that there was a small part of you that was initially attracted not you to that person. I, I because would, if
3: you're solely in it for a friendship, and then later down the line when you get to know them as a person, and like that's because their
2: their personality. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. But what I'm saying is. To an extent you still found that person attractive.
3: Not to be their friend though, like that, that's fucking shallow.
2: I've never did someone say shut
3: shallow? The fuck up.
0: I've never gone up to someone. I've never sat there and like looked at someone and been like, damn, yo, she probably has a dope ass personality. Let me go up to her and talk to her. Like, no. Like, I'm talking about random like, did, person.
1: Okay, but that's your circum your circumstance that you're we talking about. And we being me and Kelly have put ourselves in your circumstance. Cool. Come over to this side. I'm on that side. Okay, Okay. so come to this side. side. What happens, because you don't find, Kevin, please correct me if I'm wrong. You don't find every friend that you have attractive. All my friends are hot. Wow. (laughs) You guys are hot. That goes to you
2: too. Jesus
1: Christ. You're not not about it now? Okay. Listen. Anyways. Okay, on your side. On your side. Yeah. I'm going to just. Like, even, like, give me a how-to menu. How do you make friends? Oh, I don't Honestly, know. randomly, I, I don't know how that, how that happens. Yeah, randomly,
0: randomly, right? I'm not gonna go. I don't. I don't go up to someone just like I'm gonna. I'm. I want to be their friend. Let me just go up to him and say something. Mm-hmm. No, it just happens. I mean, sometimes you get friend zoned,
2: and I was still <laughs> attraction based. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to your side fully. All right. I'm on um, Kevin's side fully. Just. I'm. So I'm. I'm. I'm friends with you, right? Mm-hmm. I met. Let's say, not even, I'm not even gonna put you, I, I'm gonna, we, I met a random person, but that slowly we became friends, okay? okay? Now we're not randoms anymore. We are friends, we're in a friend circle, right? Mm-hmm. And I start building more attraction to this person based off their personality, correct? Mm-hmm. All right, in this scenario, I would say that personality brought them closer to me, but I think, to an extent, we always look for attraction in appearance. There's a point where I might have not even thought of her as like being, oh my God, I want to be with her or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But somewhere in the back of my mind, I must have thought, oh, she's attractive. But I might have not had it as a conscious thought, not in the forefront. It was never important until I started seeing her for her. Then it was her personality that stood out to me. Okay.
3: See, for me, it's the other way around. Me with my boyfriend, it was like personality off the back. So we met through like mutual friends and like we were friends for like. Months, and then like the personalities, like what brought us together, and then later into the relationship when we got to know each other more, that's where the physical attraction came.
2: I mean, it's all chemical. So, <laughs> but, so okay, so
1: to bring it back to basics of the topic, because we, because we initially started the topic, we debated about like what comes first, but now let's like let's talk about like just the initial part of the topic, which is what matters more. Well, does the more physical matter matter more? And is that the deal breaker? Or is the personality takeover as, like, if you, that, if you as think, what, like, what matters most?
0: If you think physical matters more, that is a sign of immaturity, honestly.
3: I, I want to hear what he has to say. say. Go ahead.
0: I, no, me? you.
2: The only, the only time I would say appearance matters more is in it's the same situation, but I'm going to put it related to two things. It's... I'm clearly just in it to have sex, and that's. But we're it. not talking about. No, that, no but though. that's what I'm saying. That's the only time that okay. I would, uh, and you know, like Tinder or what you were talking about before, things like that. I am obviously looking at appearances more than I am reading bios. You that's know what fine. I mean? Yeah. So, like in mm-hmm. that type of setting, yes. Yes. Well, I'm. I but agree. But overall, above everything else, I want to be with this person. Personality. Yes. Exactly. Yeah.
0: That's that's what I'm trying to say. And like, like I said before. I think that that comes with maturity. Like the more I feel I've I've seen that the more mature I get, the less I care about, you know, the physical aspect of it. Of course that's important, but at the same time it's not going to make me stick around. Like yeah. like my girlfriend, like I'm attracted to her physical and her personality. Like she is an awesome person and she makes me question the way that I think and she like makes me want to be better and that's all personality based. Mm-hmm. That like looks can't make you do that
1: yeah looks can't make you feel that way. i mean like i just wanted to see like where everybody was at like when we call when we talk about like what is the actual like when we go back to the topic as we brought it up originally what is the most important part the physical or the or the personality for me it is the personality as well i just wanted to see where everyone where the room was at
2: person i think there's a mixture of both but lean more towards personality
1: okay okay
0: yeah any closing well, thoughts anyone want to add Ke- no.
1: kelly
2: what, what is on your
0: um
1: on your kelly
2: well oh, it's perso-
3: I made it pretty clear it's personality <laughs> for me. I, I just
2: I just want to like clear the air real quick. Yes. Um that's my final thoughts. Um can you apologize for the mic and can you like not get mad like that anymore? <laughs> and that was kinda too scary. <laughs> low key,
0: low key, I thought she was like actually pissed. Uh, I think she was. <laughs> About the mic? Yeah. No. She wasn't actually pissed. Okay, okay, okay. That was good. She was just like, get the mic out of my face because I can't. Y'all like, haven't this.
3: seen me angry. Me angry is a whole different person. You do not like Kelly, when she's angry.
0: Anyway, (laughs) guys. intelligence
2: just leaves the room when she gets angry. (laughs) Guys,
0: listen, guys, from the heart, I want to thank every single one of you that faithfully listened to us every time we drop an episode. All one of you. (laughs) All one of you. Thanks,
1: Mom. (laughs) I can't (laughs) even. Well,
0: three. Thanks, Sandra. We appreciate you. (laughs) But anyway... Thank you guys so much for all the positivity and all the feedback that you give us. And we have a lot of great things coming for you guys. Merchandise will be out soon. Trust us. Trust the process. No 76ers. But, yeah, you know.
1: (laughs) Jokic over Embiid, but that can be a debate topic for another time. Anyway, you guys,
0: thank you so much. I cannot stress enough how grateful we are for you guys listening to us. Catch us on season two when I start spilling secrets. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to take it over
1: to my boy Tyrell to tell us about these secret episodes. So a really nice start to season two would be if we could recap some of the things that happened in season one. So again, now that you have all 12 episodes of all of our topics and stuff like that, if we've talked about something that really got on your nerves or really like opened your eyes to something and you'd like to come on here and debate specifically about a topic we already talked about then make sure you hit those dms let us know so we can get you on here for a secret recording whether you want it one-on-one two-on-two four-on-four nah, I'm playing. but um just let us know that you want to get on uh for an episode and we'll bring you on do the recording then we'll release the footage and it all depends on like whatever equation we decide to Wait, put what up
2: footage oh my god no, i'm Wait. asking for do we have footage
1: Footage, as in like
2: the recording, my guy. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Damn, like
1: it's the kid's spotlight right now. You out here just fucking shut up.
2: That's right. speak? Please continue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, if you'd like to come on, just let us know. We'll get you on an episode to debate an old topic, and then we'll release it on the social media. Whatever equation we want to do as far as what we're going to release it for, we'll let you know. Likes, shares, comments, follows, whatever it is.
0: Also, um... Also, want to thank uh, you guys, everybody in the May I Speak cast, because we have come a long way from just a couple of random people sitting in a room with no soundproofing, just one mic, debating about things. And we haven't really changed much from episode one to episode 12, except that we have this equipment and this soundproofing. But uh, you guys are family, and I love all of you, and thank you for doing this with with me obviously and uh of course. Yeah, no, i love I've doing this with you guys i look forward to this every week and i can't wait to see where this goes you know sky's the limit
1: of course you know it's been a long time coming like from to even go back like based off of like what mike was saying like from obviously four different people who weren't friends at one point to now how close we are to just again four people hanging out in a room talking about hey we should record this and now we have equipment. We have a sponsorship. We have a soundproof studio. Yeah, and merchandise well, a make, is coming, a makeshift, too. A makeshift yeah. soundproof studio and merchandise on the way. Like, that's a huge step that we've taken literally in, what, a few months. Yeah, so seriously. It's yeah. been one hell of a journey. Listen, it,
0: feels like, it feels like just yesterday, like, me and Kevin were driving to Best Buy to buy this microphone.
2: Listen, <laughs> I, I love you guys, but I'm a little uncomfortable with how close we've all gotten. He only he only says that because Mike is literally
1: like on and a (laughs) chokehold can't breathe.
0: (laughs) Oh man, but yeah, guys, the noblest of art is that of making others happy. I say this every week. I say it for a reason because we want to make you all happy, and you make us happy with every listen. So tune in for season two and share. We're going to do a lot of marketing for season one to get out there and to get more known and hopefully get more sponsorship. So thank you guys for being faithful to listening to May I Speak and attack us in the comment sections. And we'll be back for season two in 2020. Whoop, whoop.
1: Bye. See ya.